Welcome to Verified Rx, your prescription for success. Brought to you by the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence. The ultimate solution to drug shortages has eluded healthcare professionals for decades, and drug shortage stewardship is a new concept being introduced to get us closer to ending them. I'm Stephen Lucio, Senior Principal with the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence and your guest program host. Today on Verified Rx, I am joined by two of my Vizient and Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence colleagues who are advancing this concept. Dr. Kyle Hilting, Senior Manager of Drug Information, and Dr. Gretchen Brummel, Pharmacy Executive Director and your normal Verified Rx host. Welcome back, Kyle, and welcome to the other side of the podcast desk, Gretchen. Thanks for having me back. Great to be here, Stephen. Thank you both. Now, to begin, why don't y'all tell us a little bit about your backgrounds? I'm a DI-trained pharmacist and am part of our evidence-based medicine group within the CPPE team. The primary deliverables of our EBM group surround clinical resources, and as part of that, a large portion of my role is dedicated to drug shortages. I lead our member drug shortage mitigation group, which is responsible for developing the mitigation strategies that Vizient publishes. The group consists of Vizient staff, as well as members from eight health systems across the nation. Additionally, I respond to any external and internal inquiries regarding shortages and help to triage national concerns as they arise. Prior to joining Vizient, I was the drug information and drug policy pharmacist at a large academic medical center. As part of that role, I led our drug shortage group prior to, during, and throughout the pandemic. Thanks, Kyle. And over to you, Gretchen. Thank you, Stephen. I'm a pediatric pharmacist by training, and I have a background in academia, which is where I led a drug shortages committee for a number of years. I also have experience in pharmacy leadership as well as medication safety. Currently, I'm also the pharmacist representative on Vizient Supply Assurance Team, and through that work, I directly collaborate with Kyle in multiple capacities around drug shortages. And as you alluded to in the intro, I'm the typical host of Verified Rx. So thank you so much for stepping in today, Stephen. No, happy to. And I know I have big shoes to fill, so let's see how I do. Now, obviously, from your perspectives and introductions, you understand drug shortages. We are familiar with opioid stewardship, antibiotic stewardship. What is drug shortage stewardship? Drug Shortage Stewardship, or DSS, is a coordinated program to implement local inventory and mitigation practices to collectively reduce the national demand for the affected drug and limit drug shortage impact. A qualifier to that statement is it's done with accurate and timely information from manufacturers and wholesalers. To really summarize DSS, the thought is, no matter how stable or how much supply is on the market, if shortages trigger extraordinary demand for the product, the supply chain can't function or fit the needs of the hospitals or health systems. These breakdowns also negatively affect manufacturers and wholesalers for a variety of reasons. So, how do we manage demand locally to allow for supply to recover nationally? And how do we obtain accurate, timely information to allow for actionable changes to local demand? I think that's a great summary, Kyle. I would really only add that it really helps me to think of it as a way to, quote unquote, flatten the curve or even lessen the spike of demand when a drug shortage happens. By limiting that initial demand spike, I think we have the potential to impact both the length and the severity of a shortage. No, that's very good. And how did you come to identify this principle and the need to advance the concept further? Yes, it's an interesting story. 
Kyle and I both come from a background where we were leading drug shortage committees at large, robust tertiary medical centers. And now we both have that national perspective from working here at Vizient, and this gives us unique insights into the issue. So we were meeting to discuss some drug shortage challenge, and we started talking about the parenteral metronidazole shortage at the time. There was a shortage. It maybe wasn't impacting everyone, but we were getting sporadic reports of this coming in from across the country. So I gave Kyle the theoretical scenario of a pediatric patient in Ohio who perhaps needed IV metronidazole for an anaerobic aerobic CNS infection. And then maybe there was another patient in Nevada on IV metronidazole who could possibly be changed to PO or another agent. And at this point, Kyle agreed with me and said something affirming. And then he uttered the words drug shortage stewardship. And literally, my ears started ringing. He kept talking, but I couldn't hear what he was saying because I was opening up a browser, looking to Google the term to see if that had been mentioned out there in the past. And that was the point at which I realized no one had ever framed the problem and the potential solution approach in this way before. And we had really coalesced on this novel concept that we're thrilled to be sharing with our listeners here today. Why is this different from other approaches we've maybe talked about or used in the past? It's a really great question. I think we're really looking to shift the narrative to take a deeper view into the demand side dynamics of the equation, to look at how local actions and practice impact driving the national landscape. We think this approach can support decision-making driven by the needs at your individual organization, as well as the needs of other organizations around the country. Kyle, what do you have to add? Yeah, just briefly to add, everything so far has been supply, supply, supply. DSS is a more holistic approach, encompassing both supply and demand with transparency and actionable information shared readily. Give me an example of how supply chain management currently works, especially during times of concern, unfortunately like what we experience quite frequently. Let's walk through a hypothetical scenario, which is based on national shortages we've seen. A manufacturer announces an immediate back order of an IV critical life-saving medication, which has a sole supplier. A hospital, which typically orders 10 units per day, hears this information and orders the 100 units available at their wholesaler. They do this as they're concerned and unsure when the back order will resolve. Now imagine 49 other hospitals across the nation do the same. Their daily units ordered jump tenfold from 500 to 5,000. The other 125 hospitals in the nation who use the product but have not anticipatory purchased are now unable to get any product. Unbeknownst to the hospitals, the manufacturer was only planning two weeks of back orders for a quarterly closure of the manufacturing line for routine maintenance. This temporary pause in production now becomes a national shortage which lasts six months. Some supply is available, and then none is, and this continues for the full six months, impacting thousands of patients and every level of the supply chain. Kyle, what you're describing sounds very much like what we just recently saw within the banking industry, everyone wanting their money all at once in that case. We know that didn't go well there, and I know this exponential growth in demand does not go well in relation to drug shortages. What would be the preferable alternative? What if, instead of the previous example, this happens with the implementation of DSS principles? The manufacturer communicates to the hospitals months in advance that production will be paused for two weeks due to routine maintenance. They provide specifics of when typical supply will be again available. 
The hospitals, hearing this, activate their drug shortage group and discuss and plan a mitigation strategy to prepare for the temporary shortage. Clinical representatives within the hospital decide to utilize the PO formulation of the product instead of the IV formulation as clinically appropriate. In communication with the hospitals, the GPOs understand there may be a brief increase in orders for the PO formulation. They notify the manufacturer of the PO formulation that they may see an increase and provide estimates based on previous fill rate data. And not to be forgotten, the wholesalers are notified of the temporary closure and plan to implement protective allocations for the IV product during the two-week period of maintenance. The period for the IV formulation line maintenance comes, there is a slight increase in the PO formulation ordered, patients able to receive the PO product do, and those that require the IV product do as well. After two weeks, the IV product is again available and normal ordering resumes. The time, resources, and stress associated with this shortage are minimized and the principles of DSS have been implemented successfully. That is a tremendous contrast into what we normally experience. It would be great if we had that communication up and down the supply chain. Speaking of that, where does this fit? Drug shortage stewardship, how does that fit with other strategies that are intended to end drug shortages, like building additional supply, encouraging transparency, etc.? DSS is meant to complement those other strategies. Ending drug shortages requires a multifaceted approach, and DSS addresses a potential gap in the current strategies. And again, DSS has added focus on the importance of transparency and how the lack of transparency can cause a litany of problems. Gretchen and Kyle, with new and expensive drugs, we tend to focus a great deal of energy on appropriate use. Conversely, with generics, we tend not to monitor that closely since they're usually less expensive and we, for better or worse, treat them as commodities. It sounds like we should be treating all drugs as a precious resource and monitor their use closely. That's a really great point, Steve, and I agree with you. We are definitely advocating for this across the board. DSS is stewardship of all drugs, with even the potential for additional demand contraction upon learning of a new shortage to, again, assist with that flattening of the curve. I think we should consistently be looking at appropriate use and duration for opportunities to switch to PO when possible and implementing strategies to avoid waste. These are all good approaches. Where do we see DSS going in the future and what do we need to do to alter thinking for clinicians, supply chain leaders, and other industry stakeholders? Yes, it'll be a huge culture shift, but this is such important work. As you know, we've been dealing with shortages for over 20 years, and I think it's time for a change. This is a different way of thinking. As Kyle mentioned, it adds to our traditional approaches that we've seen and worked with in the past. Our intention moving forward is to continue to spread the idea of this concept nationally and to gather feedback from thought leaders frontline staff, others who are interested and invested as well. We're also starting to explore the concept of potential operationalization of DSS in the future, so more to come on that. And just to add, the goal of DSS is to reestablish trust in the system. We've all been burned by one or several shortages, and we're all wary about trusting the process. With transparency comes trust and responsibility. Transparency reestablishes the trust the larger supply chain may have lost with the hospitals and health systems. Conversely, when manufacturers, wholesalers, and GPOs share information with hospitals and health systems, they have a responsibility to act on that information judiciously. How can our frontline pharmacy staff use this information? 
I'm really glad you brought this up. Being at the front lines, our frontline pharmacy staff see the use patterns firsthand and they can identify trends early. So I'd encourage them to leverage that access. They can also advocate for stewardship issues such as appropriate use and waste reduction, things that we talked about previously. And ultimately, this work benefits the patient, which is why we're all here. And when you see these types of issues, escalate them as it's appropriate or when needed. And then lastly, we hope that you will engage your colleagues, including those of us at Visient, in the dialogue around DSS. We welcome your emails and your LinkedIn comments, and we'll provide you a link to our recent blog on the topic so you can provide it to our listeners in the show notes. Well, certainly you've given us a lot to think about, and definitely we are in need of additional strategies because, like you mentioned, the last two decades of shortages cannot continue to persist. And it's very appropriate that we take this more resolute approach to all the critical resources that we have at our disposal, including older generic medications that make up so many essential meds. So Kyle and Gretchen, thank you so much for being here with us today to share your perspectives and expertise. Really very much appreciated. It was an absolute pleasure. Yep, and thank you for having us. And listeners, please join us for more Verified Rx podcasts. Subscribe today, like us, and send us your comments. We'd love to hear from you. Verified Rx is your prescription for success and is brought to you by the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence. I'm Stephen Lucio, today's guest host. Gretchen Brummel will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. 